0: Happy Monday, Albuquerque. Welcome back to the program. You've been waiting all weekend, but here we are. The boys are back. Hope you had a great weekend, Albuquerque, because I know the boys did. Had a lot of fun. We're out at Tope Stadium, out in the community, doing a lot of events. Robert, you had a show
1: I'm assuming you killed? Yeah, I wouldn't even call it a show. I'd call it an event. Ah. It was nice. Uh, I want to just say thank you to Dry Heat Comedy Club, the only comedy club in the city of Albuquerque. Right around the corner from where we are right yes,
0: now. Yes, that's right. Because on top of being on 95.9 FM and AM 610 D-Sports Animal, we're also on Comcast 26 right hey, now. Hey, double duties. At the wonderful ProView Networks, they're just absolutely been killing it the last two weeks. If you didn't know, if you weren't aware, the boys are also on television now. So you can get us on the radio, on the Internet, on TV, after the fact on stream, after the fact on podcast, everything on social media is at TalkABQ, or just look for Two Men On on your favorite social media platform, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple. If you miss us live, you can go back and get whatever episode you want, and we'll have them all there for you the next day. A lot of crazy sports stories today. Yeah. There's a lot of fun stuff to talk about today, yeah. and I'm really excited. Sitting right next to me, if you didn't know already, Robert Buck D. Gibson, Behind the glass at the Cumulus Studio is Super Producer Michael Vital, And behind the glass here at ProView Networks is Adrian, my man, doing all the TV work, pushing the buttons, twisting the knobs. Big shout out to these guys. Wouldn't be able to do it without them. Of course, we are in the John Lopez Real Estate and Cowell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinon Coffee, and we play on Team I-9. We start our days at the YMCA, and we end our days with a cocktail at Hollow Spirits. Starting this Monday, excuse me, next Monday. Next Monday. As today is Monday. Right. Starting next Monday, the boys are going to be at Howie's every Monday night. We're going to do our fantasy draft from Howie's next week and then starting the following monday every single monday it's going down at howie's sports page on the corner of tramway and montgomery and don't forget every time we're at the lab and every weekend we're drinking watermelon walk off by safe house distilling and teller vodka new mexico's
1: vodka so
0: the show was an event
1: huh it, it, it was an event i just want to say this you see me man i, I knew we were going to be on tv yeah. On Monday, so I had to put on the pinon drip, man. I had to put on the pinon drip. Looking good, Look man. at this, man. Looking this is real good. one of the most recognizable emblems in the city. It's, Everyone sees that and they're like, hey, I drank that this morning. I, that's what I like to hear. The logo's perfect. The, the right? logo, is, it pops, it, it just, it's off the chain. I love it. The only thing better than the logo is
0: their actual product. Right. And the only thing better than their actual product is what New Mexico Pinon does. For the community, as we have partnered them together with Friend of the Show, I know you know them, I know you love them, Locker 505. We will be at New Mexico Pinon Coffee on North 4th Street this Wednesday from 3 o'clock until we get off of air. Bring your new or gently used clothing donations. And uh, let's say you got a Walmart gift card laying around, go get Locker 505, some underwear, some socks. Yeah. They're helping underprivileged youth
1: in the community, and we love everything they do. But back to what you were saying. It, it wasn't a show. It was, it was an event. It was an event. We actually had to turn people around because it's, a real, it's an intimate venue, so everyone can't, couldn't be there. But you know what I did? I actually sent it to you not too long ago. I did film my set. No. I was a headliner, so I filmed it. I went about 40 minutes. Nice. So, you know, you, got, you'll, you see the unedited version. Once we get it together, once my camera guy, shout out to Larry, gets it together, I'm going to put it out, and no, it won't be free. Like, I, I can't make people come pay to see. No. And then if you didn't, you, we'll, yeah. we'll do a little something on Patreon so you can check it out, though.
0: Well, you should be rewarded with a great show if you show up at Showtime. Exactly. And then also, you can't just show up late or not show up and get it for free. Yes, exactly. See, give, you get it. You give, get give, it. Give my dude a sprinkle you out get here. It. Give him a sprinkle. Back at Cumulus, Mikey V. Mikey, did you see your boy Aaron Rodgers was on the Joe Rogan experience over I, the weekend?
2: No, but I heard about it, and that's even more bigger news. <laughs> it was. When he opens was, his mouth, everybody trolls and follows him around.
0: Oh, man, and he had no filter whatsoever on this program
1: having a cigar having a cocktail yeah he dropping was, f-bombs letting loose he was so laid back and and i was telling you right before we started the show i said man when he retires his tell-all is gonna be crazy so good it's gonna be just off the hinges i'm ready for it not that i'm saying i'm ready for him to retire but i just want to hear what he has to say about everything if he's
0: if he let loose on the nfl as hard as he did talking about COVID protocols and <laughs> health and safety of using narcotics yes. to stay on the field. Yes. He pulled no punches. And he even admitted, which. As a Packers fan, I knew forever that he would be popping Percocet yes. in the locker room and come out and play. And I went back and I checked out the receipts <laughs> <laughs> to, see, every, to see how he played. Every Packers fan, every Bears fan remembers yes. on Monday Night Football oh, yeah. when he was down 20 to nothing, Yeah, goes into the locker room right before halftime with a knee injury. He said he was assessed by a doctor mm-hmm. and to deemed play. to be... Able to play. Yeah. But what ha- happened was, yeah, <laughs> is he popped some Percocet. Yes. Came out in the second half
1: and lit up the Bears. That's what MVP stands for for him now. Most valuable Percocet. Yes. Because <laughs> that Percocet was crazy man. valuable that time. It could like have that, come
2: okay. to a better team than the stupid Bears.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Spoken like a true Packers Jungle fan there, Vital. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and and I I went back and I watched the highlights of the game after I saw that that interview on the Joe Rogan experience and I'm like I bet it's that one game and, and you, so I you looked knew it. I looked at the, the yeah. The after show interview, the post game interview with Aaron Rodgers, and he was smiling. Yeah. And he was like, had glossy <laughs> eyes, and he was lit, and he was joking around. It was absolutely hilarious to put
1: those two things together. Right. Like in real time. Yeah. Like,
0: oh, this makes so much
1: more now sense. Now I get it. Now I see why he was just smiling incoherently. I see why he was glazed over. I see why he was invincible the second half. I get it. I get it. Yeah, he was making some decisions that he normally doesn't make.
0: He was making some riskier plays that he doesn't make, and he was absolutely on point. So I I would think that that Percocet or anything in, like, the opiate family would, like, deflate you. I was going to say. It would make you more tired and lethargic. I'll tell you what. It would affect your decision-making skills.
1: If that was me, I would have never left the huddle. I would have just been in the huddle, sat down. They would have known something was wrong with me. They I would have known. I, there's no playing above my abilities, none of that stuff. So, just, hey, be, hats off. Hats off. He pulled it off. He pulled it off. Be lit in the huddle
0: and be like, hey, how's you guys' this night going? I'm in the defensive you guys, huddle.
1: You guys having as much fun as me, man? I'm on the other team's <laughs> sideline. <laughs> but they were all
0: probably all on the same wavelength or even as as close as possible because I bet a lot of other
1: players on the field were lit, too. Very true. Very true. Very true. Like I said, I can't wait for this tell-all. It's going to come. His tell-all, I'll put his above Tom Brady's any day.
0: Oh, because, yeah. I mean, until uh, Brady turned into Tampa Tom. Right, exactly. He was, like, the most perfectly well-spoken, yeah. straight-laced dude in the NFL. Right. So he's going to have, like... Brady's going to have, like, two years of good stories. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers
1: has, like, 20 seasons of good stories. Yeah. Yeah. His his, his is page one. Sure. His is page one. Brady's you're going to have to get to about page 250. (laughs) It's going to be pretty cool. Yeah. You're like, okay, we knew, we knew, we knew. Ah, finally, when you went to Tampa. Then he let loose. Then he let loose. Tampa Tom. Tampa Tom's a lot of fun. Tampa Tom's a robot, man. We were talking about his face. We'll talk about it a little yeah, bit we're, later. We're gonna hit, we, won't, we won't get into too much detail. We're going to hit a little Tommy talk in a yeah, minute. T- Tom's not Tom. That's all I'm going to say for right now. Tom's not Tom.
0: Yeah, somebody took over Tom, and we got to hit up on that later.
1: But NFL
0: needs to watch out for Aaron Rodgers because he has a vendetta. Yeah. <laughs> he is going to throw <laughs> so much shade at the NFL coming up. Yes. Because like, everything that he said – Like, with a cigar and a cocktail and a Joe Rogan. Like, wait till he's done-done. When he's (laughs) done-done, he's going to shred that league apart worse than he's been doing to opposing defenses in the regular season. I'm (laughs)
1: mad you know there's a difference between being done and being done-done. When you're done-done, you really don't care. No. You really don't care. Everything's coming out. I can't you, wait. I can't wait. You
0: think Rodgers, like, wants a job in a front office or wants to be a coach? No. Aaron Rodgers is going to be like a movie star or something. He's going to do something completely outside the realm of the NFL. He'll Aaron Rodgers might be like a yoga instructor. I was like going uh, to say
1: professional cosplay. Okay. Okay. That's, that's how he comes to work every day, it seems like. so. I can see that as well. He's going to be an ayahuasca shaman. That's what Aaron
0: Rodgers. <laughs> that's what Aaron Rodgers is going to do, dressed as Nicholas Cage huh? when he retires. Exactly <laughs> what he's going to do. Uh, Jimmy G got paid. Oh yes, and or restructured. Some crazy injuries out there. Uh, Luca is apparently invincible. So he goes and gets loose one night, and he drops dimes the next day.
1: Well, he didn't go as far as the perks, but we'll talk about what
0: he did do. For sure. No one's throwing at Sauce Garner. Legendary European soccer player Paul Bogba, he's getting extorted. Yeah, this story's crazy. Five o'clock hour, we'll be talking about the NFL's top 100 that uh, NFL Players Association voted on themselves. Ravens mascot blew a knee. (laughs) The oldest Chapman got a leg infection from a tattoo. Of course, our I-9 varsity. Minor League Baseball is going to unionize. LeBron talk. A lot of more NFL talk. we have a lot of fun with it today. Co-host Fred Slow is on his way back. He's on assignment in Las Vegas, New Mexico today. He'll be joining us in the next hour. But right now, you got Van Nunley and Robert Buck D. Gibson with you. More two men on when we get back. You're listening to 95.9 FM. And AM six ten the sports animal. Come on. Welcome back to the program, Albuquerque. You're listening to Two Men on on ninety five point nine FM and AM six ten the sports animal. We are live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Caldwell Banker Legacy Mobile Studio. As we are not at the Cumulus Studio today because the boys are on TV. Hey, come check us out on Comcast twenty six or ProView Network's Facebook page, ProView Network's YouTube. You can watch us after the fact right here in a lot of ways. But if you're listening to us live at our OG original home on 95.9 FM or AM 610 D Sports Animal, welcome back to the program. Do you feel, Robert, (laughs) that the Jimmy G drama is over now? (sighs) Because if you haven't heard breaking news about 30 minutes ago, Jimmy G restructures his his contract to stay with the Niners for one more year. It seems like all the trade speculation is over until a starter gets hurt. And it seems like he's accepted his role as a backup and took this money. Is this the end of it, or is this just the beginning?
1: No, I actually think this is the beginning of this because just because he has this one-year contract and it's laden with all types of bonuses and, you know, he's basically the highest-paid backup quarterback now, Who's to say Trey Lance doesn't get hurt? Not saying that, that I'm, I'm trying to speak that into existence, but what if he gets hurt and Jimmy G plays well? What happens then? Right. So I, I think as long as he is on the 49ers, this is not over. It's not over until he's not the quarterback or on signed to that team any longer. Yeah, I agree.
0: I mean, in five years with the Niners, he's completed 67, almost 68% of his passes, 11,000 yards, 66 touchdowns, 38 interceptions. And check this. He has gone, he's won 75% of his games. Come on, man. Come on now. 31 and 14. Okay. Since the Niners have had Jimmy Garoppolo on their roster, they have been 31 and 14 when Jimmy Garoppolo was in, 8 and 20 when he was out. This guy should have a starting job somewhere. He's not Aaron Rodgers. He's not Tom Brady. He's not Patrick Mahomes. But he's a proven winner who has gone to a NFC championship game, stared Aaron Rodgers dead in the eyes and won, went to a Super Bowl, narrowly lost. He's four and two in the playoffs, has regular season success, great teammate, locker room
1: loves him. This guy should be a starting quarterback somewhere. But he's not. (laughs) I'm going to tell you why he's not. Because of the evolution of the game. This guy would have been great, I would have said, up until early 2000s. Now everyone knows you have to have a franchise quarterback. I'm not talking about just good enough to win the games. I mean being elite at winning time. Jimmy G hasn't shown that. He's leaned on the defense. He's had great players around him, great coaching staff. Unless they feel like, hey, we definitely have a quarterback who's a franchise guy who can go win the games, who won't lose the games, the, the that type of that type of time in the NFL is over. I agree with you. And yeah, it's not, over.
0: Not only is he not the franchise can win the game by himself, player. He's not. He's not a runner. Exactly. You got to be able to run. You got to be able to evade linebackers and defensive ends who are sometimes the fastest players on the field right you got linebackers coming at you who can run faster as as fast as your wide receivers and that poses a problem for a classic nfl style quarterback but he's a proven winner you put a good team around him he wins games and it's easy to
1: sell jerseys it's easy it's easy to get on commercials when you're that damn good looking yeah um, I'm a, let's talk about his contract. Let's go into that. So the base contract is worth $6.5 fully guaranteed, and he has another total of 500 k in roster bonuses. He also has playtime bonuses, so if he gets on the field, he gets paid a little bit more. So if you boost it, that's like nearly $9 million. So in one year, it can go from $7 million up to $16 million. But I'm, I'm willing to bet the 49ers hope he don't see the field at all.
0: No, I mean, they, they think they they went all in on Trey Lance. They're building an offense around Trey Lance. They believe that they got their franchise quarterback. I think it's TBD. He's got the skill set to be a great modern quarterback, Trey Lance, that is. But I'm, the jury's still out on Trey Lance. But you have a proven known commodity right here. And I've never heard about this before in the history of the NFL. Backup quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo Has a full no-trade clause. Full on.
1: (laughs) As soon as the season's (laughs) over,
0: he's shopping.
1: Because you know. He gets the pick of the litter.
0: You know throughout this NFL season there will be a big-time quarterback on a playoff contender who gets hurt. And then Jimmy G gets to pick where he goes. I'm out. There's no more. There's no more <laughs> shove me. I, I guess I have to play on the Giants or I have to play oh, right. on the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah. Nothing just to get rid of him and get some drafts, draft assets mm-hmm. or m- maybe some position players um, to recoup his loss. He gets to choose where to go. If if, if, a, if a big name quarterback right. gets hurt at the beginning of the season, they're going to be breaking the 49ers' door down to
1: get this quarterback on this new contract. But Jimmy G's got the full no-trade clause. So this is kind of like, let me get this correct. This is this can kind of be like how baseball is. He could be on the sideline with the iPad, get news, and be like, hey, I'm out. Yeah. I'm out. It's halftime, second quarter, third quarter. I'm done. Yeah. He could he just pull Antonio Brown. Sure. And just be in the end zone, throwing up the peace sign. I could see him, like, <laughs> you know, obviously I don't wish injury on anybody. Yeah, it. right, right.
2: This deal uh, tells, except me. for
0: maybe Deshaun Watson. Beside, okay, besides Deshaun Watson, let's say a playoff contender. And I'm sorry, Mikey. Uh, just one second. I'll let you chime in. Say like a Kirk Cousins. Okay, Vikings have playoff aspirations. Right. Like uh, uh, maybe Trevor Lawrence, who you know Jaguars think they have the roster. Okay. To turn a corner, I could see like ten or twelve quarterbacks on teams with playoff aspirations. Who, hey. The quarterback might not even be out for a year. It just might be a couple weeks, and you need a guy like You Jimmy need those G. wins. Yeah. Mikey, what were you saying?
2: I was going to say this thing means two things for me. Trey ain't ready yet, and the uh, Super Bowl's still within reach with Jimmy G at the helm.
0: Oh, yeah. you're right. You're correct. It was the last three years he was the quarterback of the team. Every time he's healthy and they got a good defense
1: and running game, Jimmy G can lead you to a playoff win. I I agree with you, Mike, because if you remember, this was said by the 49ers. We're moving on from Jimmy G. They said it. We're done. But they never did anything to make you believe they moved on from him. And this is something that's showing you and everyone else, hey, we were just talking. We've seen enough of Trey Lance. We may not have made the right decision, so we're going to have this buffer period. I
0: I think as long as the locker room unites around Trey Lance, it's not going to be a problem at all. No. Actually, he's going to be a huge asset to your football team. Correct. If the locker room is behind Trey Lance and all of his offensive weapons are clicking with Trey Lance and he has the support of the coaching staff in the locker room, this is not going to be an issue. This is a
1: good problem to have. Having a backup quarterback that this is this talented right i'll say this if everything goes according to plan, if no one gets hurt if he if he's on the sidelines for the rest of this season, I see Jimmy G doing what he was doing before, following Tom Brady. I think he'll be at tampa bay that's that's a great spot for him yeah. that'll be a great landing spot uh for anybody really yep.
0: Yeah. Also, for Tampa Bay, watch out for Lamar Jackson. If he doesn't get that big contract for
1: the Ravens, that would be fun, right? That that would be super fun.
0: That would be fun. Luca is getting loose and balling (laughs) out of control. (laughs) We're talking about elite-level athletes and how they don't have hangovers like us normal people do. (laughs) More sports and sports-adjacent content when we get back. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. And we are back, Albuquerque. You're listening to 95.9 FM, AM 610 D Sports Animal. Program in question, of course, would be Two Men On. We're live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Cowell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico pinon Coffee. We play on Team I9. We start our days at the YMCA. We end our days. With a cocktail at Hollow Spirits. Mondays are for the boys at Howie's Sports Page, corner of Tramway and Montgomery. And every weekend, we're sipping on that Teller Vodka, New Mexico's Vodka. You might have noticed a trend here. We got Hollow Spirits as a sponsor. Yes. Got Howie's as a sponsor. Okay. Teller Vodka as a sponsor. All right. All right. So the dudes, we like a good time. Yeah. We (laughs) like a good time. I see the parallel. Yes. (laughs) The boys enjoy a nice oat soda. I don't. I don't suggest it for anyone out there. But I have a heater every once in a while. Okay. I get a couple beers in me. I enjoy a little flamer, a yep. little heater. You know. So does perennial MVP candidate Luka Doncic, as yesterday he participated in World Basketball Tournament, and he was playing Germany the very next day for his home country Slovenia, and whatever genius did this, put the Slovenian national team and the Germany national team together in the same hotel, yeah. and they got loose.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so the legend of Huka Doncic yeah, baby. is upon us. So he, he smoked cigarettes, he drank Coke, played cards all through the night, And then he went and dropped 23 points on their head. Yeah, I don't see the problem. What's the problem?
0: Hey, If if it works for Wilt Chamberlain,
1: it could work for Luka Doncic, right? (laughs) Well, I'm just saying, like, he's a young guy. And we have to remember as well, he's not American. They do things a little bit differently in Europe. Yes. And nothing that he did was illegal. Nope. That was him in his own time. And I know we live in a time where people see – um, LeBron James spending a million dollars on his body. Hey, Luca's got the same numbers or even better than LeBron James, spending a whole lot less.
0: Luca Doncic stays up late partying with his teammates and Team Germany. Plays 31 minutes the next day, 23 points, three three pointers. Uh, his free throws weren't great, so look, maybe that maybe we could blame it all on okay. the free throws. All right. Six rebounds, five assists, four turnovers for an efficiency score of 16. The best player on the court. The best player on the court on both teams in that one basketball game. Stayed up all night gambling, smoking, playing cards, having fun. And you know, dude. Germany does it different than us. Very much so. There's pockets of this country that gets loose. There's some places in Texas that goes crazy. The Midwest parties, right? You know, like some big cities in Cali party. Little pockets of the South they really party. Of course, we got Miami and New Orleans. You know, cities like that. Europe does it different. Europe's different. Like they, yeah. I feel like you start smoking and drinking wine when you're like 12 in Europe. (laughs) It's like encouraged for your kids. Like in England, kids have like like ounces of beer with breakfast. Yes, like yes. It's, it's a different culture there for partying.
1: And I think this is why it's such a big story because we're American. We don't understand that culture. Right. My thing is as long as we get results, that's all we should be concerned about. Luca, hookah, whatever you guys want to call them. <laughs> He is doing what he's supposed to do. And people forget his age. He's very young. Yeah. He's a young man. He's a millionaire. And let's not act like our sports legends and sports heroes wasn't doing kind of the same thing. Sure. Look, man, uh, rest in peace. We just had legendary Kansas City Chiefs quarterback pass away, Lynn Dawson. Yeah. There's a famous picture of Lynn Dawson halftime at the Super Bowl with a cigar. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not even – no, not a cigar. A cigarette. He's got a cig. Yeah, he's got a – Smoking a heater he's, at halftime he was, of the friggin' Super Bowl. He's chilling. Yeah. So it's let's not let's let's stop this. Let's not look too far into this. As as, as long as he's not doing anything illegally. Look, we just talked about Aaron Rodgers yeah. and Percocets, man. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, James
0: Harden in the strip club. Hey. You know how many many strip clubs James Harden went to the
1: year that he won the MVP? Let's go straight to the top. It's in the 40s is the number. Let's go straight to the top. Michael Jordan. Oh, baby. Tell me he wasn't gambling all night. Yes. In the finals and still was dropping 35 on your head. Yeah.
0: Drinking drinking scotch, smoking stogie, staying up all night gambling. If
1: you can do it, you can do it. Let's, yeah. Hey, Magic Johnson, let's not act like Magic was in the bed at eight <laughs> o'clock every night.
0: My my favorite storyline <laughs> from all this Lucas stuff is like he got a reputation for not being a gym guy. Okay. He's a court guy, yeah. but he's not a gym guy. Right. And then there's pictures of him like a couple months ago that surfaced and he is absolutely jacked and shredded now right so like everyone's like oh nba watch out yeah. lucas in the best shape of his life right. lucas coming then you see him smoking and, like, yeah, smoking and gambling in, like, an Adidas tracksuit in Germany. Like, oh, I like this Luca better, not going to lie.
1: This is the evolution of sports. You know, we remember guys like Larry Bird, who didn't look worth anything, Yeah. Kevin McHale, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar didn't look like an athlete, but everyone knows he was an athlete. So yeah. we got to get off this. It's too much scrutiny in today's sports. I love it when I see someone doing something that I can't do, But living how I do live. Yeah. That's awesome. Sure. To me, that is just phenomenal. That's what's called being a professional athlete.
0: Not everyone's like Tom Brady and wants to have one alcoholic beverage a year. Oh, my god! Like, you don't want to live off of almonds and avocados all year. No no. one can do that. Gluten-free avocado (laughs) toast, mind you.
1: Well, he does that because look at his age. Yeah. He's our age. Luca's 22, 23? Yeah. Come on, give him a break. He's still a kid. You know how strong doing... his liver is right yeah. now? <laughs> it's, it's His still, liver it will has, never be
0: stronger than it is right now. It still has color. <laughs> it still has
1: buoyancy, something that I haven't <laughs> seen in a long time, I'm telling you.
0: <laughs> hey, I'm happy for it. I like stories like this. If it doesn't affect you as a person, if it doesn't ruin your relationships on your teammates and with your friends and family, right. go out and have fun.
1: Also, That's what these places are for. You're right. Also, Luca plays for one of the greatest owners of of all time, Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban, until Mark Cuban says something, nobody should have anything to say. Yeah. This man is multimillionaire, multi-years, face of the franchise, maybe trying to become the face of the NBA. I think this is what happens. The bigger you get, you get more scrutinized. Oh, of course. I
0: mean, His whole career, he's been top five MVP vote-getter. Correct. Every year he played a whole season, and he's only getting better. He's Mr. Everything yep. out there. You're right. If it wasn't for Jokic's efficiency stats, you know, his advanced metrics, You're right. Luka might have won two in a row instead of Jokic. Hold up, hold up.
1: Speaking of Jokic, look at him. Yeah. He ain't the picture of health himself. No. You can't tell me he don't do the same thing in in Denver. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, he does the same. Come on now. Yeah. And it's Denver. So yeah. it might be a little bit more than cigarettes. I'm a not little, trying to imply anything. A but. little
0: airy out there. <laughs> Where's your visine at, Nicola? I mean, walking in. Well, it don't matter anymore. It don't.
1: It remember, don't. remember
0: how different the culture was
1: oh, when man. we were
0: younger with the, oh. the, scented, the scented lotion for your fingers oh. and then eye drops and gum and cologne you have to walk around with? They don't even test for it in the NBA like they used yeah. to. Yeah. So. Now, look. I mean. Denver's right up the street, and yes. we all know it's legalized here in Albuquerque in the state of New Mexico. Right. Don't
1: forget Stuff that incense. Stuff just smells like weed. Hey, you said it right, Mike. That's what weed that lives by my incense. house. That Ooh, incense. When I When I smelled strong. incense, I know it was grown from Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you have incense, people don't just walk around and just, no one's ever smoked pot. No one's. Yeah ever gotten weird right. and just lit up incense because they love it so much? Right. 505-246-0610. That'll be our first question of the day. What's that? Any loyal listeners out there who actually like incense, who do not smoke weed, <laughs> text me. I would love to hear from you. I won't call you out on air, but I want to know if there's one person listening right now yeah who just enjoys incense just
1: sets the mood with incense just because yes okay
0: if you if you just like incense and you have never smoked weed you've never been to a grateful dead concert <laughs> you never had dreadlocks you never had a tie-dyed t-shirt you never <laughs> you never own Birkinstock. all
1: of those tie in together yeah. I don't see how that can be an outlier I don't you see don't,
0: it you don't unironically say dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're you're (laughs) some of those things and you just like incense because you like incense, I want to hear from you because I don't think that Venn diagram crosses over at all. Nope. When we get back, get some NFL quick hitters for you. I got a couple small stories that we're going to jump on. One of them is no one throws at Sauce Garner. His name is Sauce. He hasn't even proven himself in the NFL yet, and people are already avoiding him. That and more when we get back. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. It's
3: time to rock. It's time to rock. It's time to rock and you're the party. don't stop. Oh, it's
0: here we go, Mikey.
1: Mike's it's jamming already.
0: Yeah, we trying to get the, oys, the boys amped up here. ooh we Jamming. Welcome back to the program, Albuquerque. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. And we wouldn't be able to do this program without our friends in the community, and and one of them is one of our most recent friends, Teller Vodka, and we love everything that Teller Vodka does. We're so excited to keep partnering with them. Our first partnership was, you know, these watermelon walk-offs, and, and Teller Vodka went with us to the Super Bowl. Yes, they did, and, and were and, uh, a big-time hit. They're a huge hit. Yes, big-time. Friend of the show now, friend in real life, uh, World Series champion Ryan LaVarnway, who we're going to get on the show again sometime soon. That was our segue into our our budding friendship was a Watermelon Walk-Off by Teller Vodka. So if you ever want to try something new, you're looking for uh, a delicious pre-made canned cocktail, try Watermelon Walk-Off, Mariachi Margarita, Blueberry Lavender Lemonade, Grapefruit Hibiscus Lemonade, and they got some new flavors coming. They also have some Barrel Age Bourbon coming soon. So check out... Teller vodka, New Mexico's vodka. Uh, Jalen Ramsey. Okay. Sure. Your new boy? JC Jackson. JC Jackson. Okay. You know, Jair Alexander. These are some of the guys that you avoid. At all costs. Right. You do not throw in their direction unless you absolutely have to. You do not throw in their direction unless you have a seriously thought-out game plan and you know exactly what you're doing.
1: And they also earned this. This wasn't just on name merit or hype. They are out there on the field, and they're letting the opposing quarterbacks know, y'all know I'm over here. What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and everyone says, well, these guys, they don't, they don't have the most interceptions in the NFL. It's because no one throws at them. They don't get the chances
1: to pick off balls.
0: And Robert, let me tell you, there is already a rookie that's being thrown into that category of the greats. Jets rookie corner, Sauce Garner. Already? Already. Okay. Sauce Garner in college did not give up a single
1: touchdown his whole career. Okay, so you guys. You're watching on, uh, us on ProView. You saw the, the picture that they just put up up, up there, Van. He didn't even look like a defensive player. He looks like he's running a route.
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: like, Look at that. Kid, kid
0: apparently is that good. Yeah. And, you know, just by um, name value alone, you know, pro, the pro fantasy focus metrics on him, he was going to be a starter. He's going to be a good NFL player no matter what. That's why he went as high as the fourth pick in last year's draft. But let me tell you how good this kid is already. Okay. Zero touchdowns against him all
1: of his college career. Right. Okay. Now now that's right there. If you just stop right there, that's nuts. That's that's crazy. That's That's insane. You can't even say that about someone who's as great as Deion Sanders.
0: So in his first professional preseason, and he's played a lot of snaps. You let you let your defensive rookies get in there and uh, take their licks. He hasn't been thrown at. All preseason.
1: Wait, so that's three games. The office no one's thrown at him.
0: Not he hasn't been thrown at once all preseason. So apparently the NFL is already on notice that Sauce is in the house.
1: Well, you know what? It's crazy because his name is Sauce. He wears the number one. Number one. I'm gonna tell you what he said though. He says everything comes natural. I don't think I'm gonna run into the quote unquote. Rookie Wall. I think I'll just be able to go out there and dominate whoever lines up in front of me. Okay, Rook. All right. That's how you come into the league. That's the dude who's got sauce. But I'll tell you <laughs> what. I'll tell you what. He does play on the Jets. Sorry for you. So let's not act like they have to attack him. Yeah. I don't even know who the other corner is. They can. They could tear him up all game <laughs> and still sure. win the game. He may keep what he's doing right now in the preseason and goes over into the regular season but when you're on the team like the jets that's not a big of a you know big of a, a jewel that you would think it is because right. everything else is so weak well i
0: mean if if wilson is going to miss more significant time right they're going to be a high draft pick again the oh, jets the jets I picked up the jets picked up some more good pieces right they have a good roster and they're getting better but they're still the jets They're like the most unluckiest team in the history of football (laughs) that's not named the Cleveland Browns. Like it's just tragedy after tragedy, injury after injury, draft bust after draft bust. And they have such a loyal, fervent fan base that they want them to be good so bad. I want them to be good. The NFL would be more fun if the Jets were competitive. And it looks like they got a couple young pieces that eventually they just may be.
1: It just makes for better TV, better highlights, and a better game when you're spelling out Jets, and they're winning. Yeah. Like, it doesn't do anything. You're spelling out Jets, and they're getting blown out and losing. But I'm with you, man. This guy may be the cornerstone of of them actually turning their franchise and organization around. We'll see. But, man, he's putting a lot of pressure on himself. You got to understand, too. A lot of these quarterbacks, they hear this and they see this and they're not going to punk out. They're like, oh, where's he at? Let's test him out and Uh see. That's what I'm ready for.
0: All the elite quarterbacks, you know they're going to be going after him and hard.
1: Not only the quarterbacks, the receivers. Like the stars of today's games are the quarterbacks and the receivers. Sure. And those are the guys that he's going to have to deal with every week. Now that he has a target on his back – Trust me, if we're talking about this, they're talking about this in every locker room, I'm ready to see if he can hold up to it. And,
0: hey, you know I love a guy who is proficient right? or even approaching excellent at Smack Talk. Yes. Oh, if, I love it. If I you love got, it. If you got that swag, yes. if you turn that God-given ability into something special – and you're running your mouth, and yes. you're being entertaining, sign me up for I, all of that.
1: I'm with it. I'm not one of these old-school fans who, oh just shut up and play the game. No. Yeah. I want to hear it. I want to see the bling. I want to see the drip. I want to see you out there swagged out, and I want to see you playing good football. We'll see, because I don't want him to come back next year and he's turning back to his birth name. Yeah. I want him to yes. keep sauce. Uh-huh. Keep being Sauce garden. You, you better hold on to that
0: sauce for <laughs> yeah. as long as you can. Real talk, uh-huh. man. I, I'm sure that's. I mean, he's probably been sauce long enough that his mama so probably calls him sauce. Oh now. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
1: But I, I probably gave wanna, him the name. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just. I just need him to play up to what we've seen throughout college and also the preseason.
0: God, we'll see. I mean, this is the preseason, and these are the Jets. I mean, wait till he runs up against Jefferson and oh, Diggs oh, and Cup and. Oh. And luckily, his his. I mean, he's got a he's got a guard. Stephon Diggs, Diggs twice, yeah, in that division. Oh, also, that's oh, gonna don't be don't tough. Don't
1: forget Cheetah. Cheetah. Cheetah's coming. Cheetah's too. coming. We'll see. Yeah. Okay, Sauce.
0: But I love talking smack, and hopefully he can back it up. I, you mean, we're so close to the NFL season, Albuquerque. Mm. I could taste it. Mm. My mouth, yes. my mouth is watering <laughs> just thinking about this football season coming up because it's gonna be a good one. Yes, it is. Great young players, except for Tom Brady. Except for Aaron Rodgers. This league is just getting younger. And they are getting better and more talented and more high speed. And a lot more fun. One hour in the books. Having a lot of fun with it. When we get back, more NFL talk. Two men on. 95.9 FM AM
2: 610. The Sports Animal. And Welcome back, Duke City.
0: One hour in the books on Monday. If you're getting off, 5 o'clock, 5 o'clock in the 5.05. It's quitting time for a big majority of our listeners. So I'm glad you're getting in your car right now and you're turning to 95.9 FM and AM 610 D Sports Animal to hang out with the boys. The boys, the boys of Two Men On, of course. Right. Which boys, you might ask. One <laughs> Van Nunley sitting right here talking to you, whether it's on the radio, on the Sports Animal, or on the television, Comcast 26. Sitting directly to my right, funniest guy in Albuquerque, Robert Buck D. Gibson. It is a Fredless Monday, as he's on assignment up at New Mexico Highlands University, filling his necessary duties we're holding it down we're pushing it down. pushing the buttons back at cumulus super producer mike Vital pushing the buttons right here at proview networks our dude adrian good first hour already it's a juicy nfl day yes it is story after story that
1: just means we're getting that much closer to week one finally i've
0: never been more excited and i know you are too loyal listener we're gonna be hitching you hitting you hard All year with NFL, whether it's real NFL or fantasy NFL, we decided to expand the Friend of the Show League. Okay. So anybody listening right now, if you want a chance to win free stuff, whether it's from our friends at the Isotopes and Gladiators or United or some of our partners and sponsors, Hollow Spirits, Teller, et cetera, et cetera, we'll give you some free stuff. And we'll give you a shot at this free fan league We already got eight teams in. We got two spots left, so 505-246-0610. If you want to join the friend of the show, Fantasy League, hit us up, whether it's at TalkABQ on Instagram or 505-246-0610, the sports animal text line. We'll let two more players in. Got some OG day one friends of the show, so really excited about that, giving them an opportunity to embarrass us at Fantasy Sports <laughs> and give them a chance to win free stuff. NFL, voted by the NFL Players Association, released their top 100 players on Friday. And usually they get it pretty close. Right. They did pretty good. They did a great job. So I think we should hit this. You want to go bottom to top or top to bottom?
1: Let's let's go bottom to top. Let's build up to number one. Okay. So, uh, at number 10, they had... Great tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs, Travis Kelsey.
0: Uh, That's kind of perfect. Pretty much. That's kind of perfect. Let's say there is two receivers ahead of him. Is that correct? I believe so. I think there's two receivers ahead of him. He's far and away the best and most consistent Yeah, producing tight end. He gives you the numbers of a number one wide receiver. He's an absolute cheat code for Patrick Mahomes in that team. So, Travis Kelsey at 10? Sounds good to me. I'm in. Who do you have at number nine? Number nine, we got maybe the second best cornerback in football behind, Sauce Gardner, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Number nine on the top 100 players. The
1: Rams, Jalen Ramsey. Hey, he's a stud, man. Yeah. He's a stud. So, last year he was 13, so he actually moved up to number nine on this list.
2: I,
0: I mean, I could see, you could make an argument that he's the best because he has the best track record of the last few years of any Correct. corner. He's He's been considered the best corner for a few years now, but... Hey, you could make an argument with me about your dude, J.C. J.C., right. That you guys just signed up. You could make an argument for my dude, Jair. Yep. Uh, But any of those guys right there, I think Jalen Ramsey, you know, coming in all together. Jalen Ramsey, you can make an argument that he is the best. And, you know, top ten for a cornerback. If he's that dominant, he deserves to be in the top 10. So I, I agree with the players on this one. Absolutely. 505 246 Hit us up on the Sports Animal Hotline. And uh, Vital mans the phone for us. And if you got a hot take and we know you're one of the OG boys, we got Mailman on the line. What's happening, my guy?
3: What's happening, Van? Robert? Okay, mailman. so please, please give me a second. Let me just go towards the to Jason, just for a second. Just please do. Just for a minute, please.
0: Can I, can I do that? Please hit me with it, mailman.
3: Okay, Robert. I know you haven't been in front of a TV this weekend. Did you see my girl, Becky Monarch? <laughs>
1: Yes, I did. <laughs> okay. I saw all of it. Oh, my
3: goodness. That's it. Woo! Man. But then I realized this like, you just did have a face.
1: Oh. Mailman, I actually was running the soundboard for the Isotopes last night, and that was what I was playing on my phone <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> <laughs>
3: No, but you Juicy, you, you saw the, the, the video awards. Yes, uh, I was watching awards.
1: it. I was watching it on my phone. Yes, I was. All right, guys, my what?
0: Caucasian is showing. Oh, I have no idea what's I'm going like on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so Nicki
0: Minaj performed I'm at the like, Video oh, yeah. Music Awards. Right. Okay. I, okay I, hey, mailman, 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 mailman. Time out real quick. <laughs> Robert's going to explain this to me, what I missed.
1: Uh, you just missed a whole lot of backside. That's, ah. what you, that's all I need to say. <laughs>
0: okay. Look,
1: listen to Mailman. <laughs> you know what talking
0: about. All right. Note to self. Check out the Nicki Minaj video later. Check out the VMA. She puts- I, I was like. too busy listening to that new shit all week. There we go.
1: What else do you have sports-wise, uh,
3: Mailman? All right. So everybody talking about my boy and being that. Jimmy Jimmy G got re-signed so I guess that takes him out of the Steelers running but everybody talking about biscuits and gravy look good to go so I can't do nothing but I can't do nothing but go with the flow and and and, and say you know everybody said our offensive line is horrible which that just may be the case right yeah. and if that's the case and if our first four games are gonna be tough, then yeah, let, let biscuits and gravy take them licks, <laughs> and 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 save young Buck for the rest of the season. Because you don't want to put him out there in game one. He start running for his life and whack ACL, gone for the year. Yeah, that's then you ain't got no, then you ain't got no choice. You stuck with biscuits and gravy for the year, but. You know, and I, I, if 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 they are, you know, competitive, well, I'd like to say if they if they can go four and zero by some miracle, and it's going to be all on the defense. But if they can go four and zero, I say leave biscuits and gravy in there until they start struggling. But you know, it is what it is. Don't nobody know. We don't know. That's true. We don't, We don't know. I mean, you can't right, look at it in preseason, but then again, ain't a, ain't a whole lot of blitzing going on, and right, right, Mike linebackers flying from the other side of the ball, and and Donald beasting up the middle, so you ain't gonna have none of that. I mean, we we just have to see, but you know. But I all right, just hey. had to see Robert. I just had to see because you 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 you're the resident comedian on the staff. Hey, trust me. I was, I there was no dropped, I didn't know if you dropped any uh Minaj
1: gyms to a comedy show. Oh no, that's all business, baby. That's all business, especially what she did. <laughs> there was no laughing matter there. You definitely have to see that, man. Okay. Notice <laughs> I'm gonna do it at this commercial break. <laughs> hey, mailman, hey, thanks hey. for
3: the call. Thanks hey, for being an OG my, friend of the show. Minutes, man. You're (laughs) going to need 12 minutes. That wasn't a short montage. It was about 12 minutes. She did about 17 albums. Oh, my. It was worth every second.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, thanks for the call (laughs) now, man. So, I think the Steelers are smart to play Mitch Trubisky. Right, they are. Whether it's to protect (laughs) Kenny Pickett. If they think they got a good thing in Kenny Pickett. I don't think the Steelers are a contender this year. No, they're not. I think the the Steelers want to win enough games to keep Mike Tomlin's streak going. There you go. And you know Mike Tomlin isn't going to throw in the towel. No. Mike Tomlin's going to bring everything he has. They're going to try to win as many games as possible. But I don't think with that offensive and defensive line, everyone except for Cam Hayward is going to be able to control the trenches enough to win enough games to get them to the playoffs. And I wish more teams would do that right. with their first-round draft quarterbacks.
1: And I think it's harder for Pittsburgh because he's a Pittsburgh kid. Yeah. It's harder for him to sit there and say, ah, even though these fans are going crazy for you, Pickett, I can't put you out there just yet because I know I'm not able to protect you the way that I want to.
0: Speaking of Pittsburgh, let's skip ahead on the NFL top 100 list a little bit. We'll yeah. go right to number six. Yes, we know Mailman's listening. Talking about him, one of the pretty much completely agreed upon best linebacker in the yeah. NFL, and one of my Packers' biggest draft disappointments. Yeah, is not taking this guy. Yeah, move move down not to take him. So exactly. pretty disappointed. T.J. Watt coming in at number six. Uh, This is about the area where you would put your best linebacker, whether you think it's uh, Darius Leonard or Micah Parsons or T.J. Watt. Uh, Some linebacker has to be the
1: best, right? Do you think it's T.J. Watt? Oh, most definitely. This guy is a terror. I saw him play in person they played my chargers on a sunday night game last year and this dude was being double triple team and still disrupting the game like tj watt is on a different level i thought his brother his oldest brother i thought okay that's the best watt tj was like hold up hold up let me get into let me get into Uh, the league let me show y'all what i can do
0: yeah the third watt's basically the best fullback in the league too and
1: he was on my team too we (laughs) let him go come on man
0: (laughs) Yeah, TJ, TJ Watt, I thought he was going to be like a, a top five-ish, top ten-ish pick. Right. And he kept dropping and yeah. dropping and dropping and dropping. I was like, is there something that we these know teams about it. know exactly. that I don't? Because right. just watching him play football, like this kid is an absolute animal. Right. And you're still seeing it his first few years in the league. So congratulations, mailman. For all of your Steelers quarterback troubles, they got the best linebacker in the league. Let's go back to number eight. Who is? It would be the one, two, yeah, third quarterback, yeah, third quarterback in the top 100. He's been number one before. He he's was number a, one last year. Yeah, yeah. He's been a league MVP, Super Bowl champ, Super Bowl MVP. Changed the face of the modern NFL offense. Not as much as like Steph Curry did in the NBA, but I don't know, this, man. This young man—he's getting revolutionized. There the passing offense in NFL, number eight, Patrick Mahomes.
1: My team plays this guy <laughs> twice a year. They got The Chiefs have two players in the top ten, and they're both on offense. Let that dirty. sink in. It's dirty. That, that's super dirty. Patrick Mahomes, man, it pains me to say it, but I can't deny it. This dude is a cheat code. We're going to see because a lot of people, I think he dropped because, you know, he lost Cheetah. You know, the people are saying, well, that offense is going to be different. It's not going to be as explosive. But I watched them this preseason, and they actually played Patrick Mahomes. He played. And I think Coach Reed did this to show people, okay, you don't think we're going to be this? This guy ain't Mr. Beat. He's actually better because you don't know who he's going to throw to now.
0: Yeah, you're exactly right. He could throw to anybody. Yeah, Like, this is going to be a real test of his talent. Let's say Kelsey goes out for a game or two. Right, What does Patrick Mahomes look like? With no Tyreek, which he doesn't have all year. Correct. No Kelsey if he goes down a game or two. like what? What? What game does he bring? Is he able to do it all by himself without all these elite weapons? The elite weapons that he's had his whole career. Right. So I think this year it's like really go time for Patrick Mahomes to see what kind of quarterback he's going to be going forward. We'll hit you with the rest of the top 10 when we get back. We're talking NFL top 100, and we're working our way down. We're going to finish the top 10, and then we're going to talk about some players that we thought should have been higher. Got you. And some overrated guys as well. As it's going to be a lot of NFL talk all the way through the NFL season, so congratulations, Albuquerque. Congratulations, surrounding areas. Congratulations, world. Because, <laughs> hey. You don't have to just be from Albuquerque to listen to the program. That's right. Because you get us live on the radio waves, 95.9 FM and 610 AM. You get us on Comcast TV. You got us on the Internet at ProView Networks, Facebook Live, YouTube. You got a Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, just about any way you can get a podcast, any way you can get a program. You can follow the boys and follow us at TalkABQ on Instagram and whatever your social media is. More sports-adjacent talk when we get back. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. And welcome back to the program, Albuquerque. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Working our way through the five o'clock hour, talking some NFL, talking about NFL's top 100 players, not voted by us, but voted by the players themselves. And most of the list is pretty on point. I don't have a lot of arguments here and there. I feel like there's a couple snubs, I feel like there's a couple overrated players here and there, but they got it pretty close.
1: And I yeah. love, I love, uh, who doesn't love a good ranking, Robert? Yes, that's what drives everything. Rankings, stats, numbers. That's what sports is all about.
0: Speaking of rankings and trying to get your stats up, you need to work out if you want to get your stats up. And you know the boys start their days at the YMCA. Why don't you come to the YMCA tomorrow morning and meet me down there. Oh. If, you find, if you find me down there while I'm working out, I'll be there from like 8 to 9.30 tomorrow morning maybe. Ish. I try to work out in the morning. You know, that's kind of late for you. It is late for me. You're usually there super early. Yeah. I had a little bug last week. My, Still not all the way out of my system, so I'm not back regular workout schedule. But if you see me there, I'll tell you what I'll do. Don't just walk in and say, hey, Van said. But Ah. if you see me at the gym or if we're doing a live remote from the YMCA, I'll personally give you a free month. And you don't need me to give you a free month to have a great deal because it's an amazing gym, follows amazing people that do amazing things for the community. So if the boys start their days at the YMCA, and we highly recommend that you do too. So I skipped ahead to number six, TJ Watt, and then pulled it back to go back in order. So we're going to stay in order for the rest of this thing. Number seven out of the top 100 players in the NFL voted by the players is... It's hard to talk about it, Robert. I'm with you. It's
1: hard. It's hard to talk about him because he left me for another quarterback. He left your team <laughs> and parallel parked into my division. <laughs> I don't like this guy. It's the third player from my division, man. Absolutely unstoppable.
0: Probably the best route runner in the league. Money hands, money dreads, and just oh, yeah. all that silent drip that you want out of a player on your team. Ex-Packer current Raider Devontae Adams, number 2 wide receiver in this list, right. coming in at number 7. I'm just
1: hoping that people okay, let me go back. People if people remember, he is basically what Antonio Brown used to be. Mm. The great Antonio Brown from Pittsburgh Steelers days, very quiet, went out there, silent assassin. So what I'm doing is kind of trying to talk Devontae Adams to turning into Antonio Brown this season and imploding, so my team will have a better chance in the in the division.
0: Okay, um, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind that. I mean, as as a Packers fan, I don't suppose I would mind that either. Him being completely overrated, and the only reason he was any good was because of back-to-back MVP Aaron right. Rodgers. Right, and right, once right. he leaves, just like everyone else, right. just like Jordy Nelson, yep. just like every other receiver that Aaron Rodgers turned from a zero to a hero, you add Devontae Adams to that list. But it's not, But it's not true whatsoever. Not He's happening. a legit stud. Not happening. Yeah. He's a legit stud. And a lot of people think... he is better than the number one wide receiver but first we got tj watt at number six yeah we already talked about tj watt he deserves to be there uh and this one is a little controversial to me so
1: we're on number five we're on number five Okay. okay so i
0: think this one has a little bit of controversy has a little bit of recency bias the number one running back voted on in the league by the players themselves yes indianapolis colts jonathan taylor
1: And I believed he earned this after the season that this guy had last year. Monster. Huge. But I want to say, I don't know. I'm with you. This might be a little too hot for two reasons. Think about the quarterback the Colts just picked up, right? Mm -hmm. You know, um, they picked up. Is Matt, it Matt Ryan, right? Yeah. They picked up Matt Ryan, veteran, been to the Super Bowl for the Atlanta Falcons. He's, con- he's trying to ring chase, basically, putting him uh, with Jonathan Taylor in the backfield, which is going to be great. But I feel like that's going to take away from a lot of his carries. Correct. Also, there was a big bad man who was actually the leading rusher before he got hurt last yes. year. Derrick Henry. Let's not forget about that, that locomotive. I would not put anyone above a healthy Derrick Henry, but I understand why they put JT there because they've got to give him his flowers for what he did last season.
0: Yeah, you're right. I mean, he's so talented in every way you want a running back to be. He's a great blocker. He's lightning fast. Great hands. Reads his holes correctly. Has the the great field vision, burst, acceleration. Everything that you want to describe a uh, a running back being. Just check mark, check mark, check mark, check mark. Jonathan Taylor is this guy. Right. And by the way, he should probably be your number one pick in fantasy. Yeah, and He's also, an
1: absolute don't, stud. Don't forget, he can catch the ball out of the backfield as well. Yep, That's another absolutely. big thing with the evolution of the football game.
0: But it's hard for me watching Derrick Henry for the last few years <laughs> and not putting him the number one running back, whether he comes off an injured season or not. Because Derrick Henry uh, is a man amongst
1: boys. Look here, I didn't understand how big this guy was until we were at, we were at the Super Bowl media row. Saw this huge dude just cast a shadow of everyone, and I knew that dread braid from anywhere, and I was like, this guy is a man. Insane. I can't imagine trying to tackle him. It is insane. And he's that fast.
0: He's bigger than all the linebackers. Yeah. He's faster than the defensive backs. He knows the playbook up and down. Yeah. Reads, makes cuts. So I think it's a little bit of shade. It is. To Derrick Henry. It is. But Jonathan Taylor is worthy of all the praise. But I got to give Proxmo boy Derrick Henry. He's an absolute freak. He's the best running back of this generation. And I think until you can prove that Derrick Henry doesn't do it at that level anymore, he has to be number one. He has to be number one. That's how I feel as well. I think there's also a little recency bias as we move up to number four. You were speaking of there's two Chiefs in the top ten, and that drives you crazy. yeah. There are one, two, three, count them three Los Angeles Rams. You know who's going to be one, two, or three. But coming in at number four, the wide receiver Triple Crown winner from the Los Angeles Rams, Cooper Cup.
1: Is Cooper Cup really this good? Like, I, I, it's probably some hmm. Ram fans out there, like, are you really asking this question? Yeah. yeah. Cooper Cup went from, okay, he's a serviceable, good receiver to, wr3 wr4 yeah 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 now he's out of the stratosphere he yeah. had a season that rivaled jerry rice yes so is that because of the offense that they're running um stafford is just that good or are we really not giving cooper cup his just due
0: yeah i think it could be a lot of those things because he's he's in a group of guys wasn't recruited out of college right went to a small college moved his way up the depth chart not a big draft pick Worked his way up the depth chart in the pros. Did everything he had to do. He has like people cheating off of his homework. Yeah, receivers copy his route tree, <clears throat> the, his his footwork and his routes. I mean, from what I, I'm not a wide receiver specialist. I'm not a wide receiver analyst by any means, but I think his footwork. Is as good as anyone in the league, right? I agree. Like, the, and he makes
2: big plays. He makes geez. plays when you know the ball's coming to him. In that Super Bowl, you knew the ball was coming to him when they got that go-ahead winning score.
1: And also, even if you go before the Super Bowl, Mike, remember when they were playing Tampa Bay, and you know Brady was doing Brady things. Yeah. Next thing you know, they needed one play. Who did they go to? Cooper Cup down the yep. field, not like a five-yard slant either. They threw it out to him, and he yeah. won that game for him as well. What we saw
0: from Cooper Cup last year, he seems like he's going to justify every little bit of the praise that he's getting. And hopefully that season wasn't a fluke and he could put another one together this year. And I think he's just got a good a chance of anybody to repeat his numbers from last year because Rams picked up Allen Robinson. Yeah, they did. He's going to take some attention yeah, away did. from Cooper Cup. And then Cooper Cups will be able to find himself open a few more times maybe than last year. I got to
1: say one more thing about Cooper Cup. Okay. The only time he was in the top 100 was in 2020. His number was 89. Okay. So he went from nowhere to 89 to number four. Yeah. Nowhere to 89 yeah. to, to unlisted
0: to number, to number four. four. Exactly. Yeah. That's a big leap. Yep. We'll see if we can do it again. And I'm rooting for the guy. He yep. seems like the kind of guy you want to root for exactly. too, right? Exactly. Okay. Now we're on to our top three. And I think these are all basically obvious. Yeah. I think they are incorrect. Yes. I think they are out of order. Yes. I'm with you. I think the I'm top with three, you on this. I think they nailed the top three. Yes, they did. Body of evidence that you should get these right every time. But coming in at number three, playoff choker, but legendary all-time NFL quarterback. Okay. Back-to-back most valuable player, Aaron Rodgers is in
1: third. Do you agree with that? No, he's the number one player. No. I actually believe he is in the right position. Oh. I have a problem with the first two. Okay. The only reason why Aaron Rodgers is in the right position for me is the playoffs, man. Sure, Like, cool, yeah, you got MVPs, but you got to win those championships. And to see him do what he does year in, year out in the regular season, then get to the playoffs – Get conservative. And I don't want to hear about coaching. He's been playing long enough. He is the man. He can coach himself. He can do whatever he wants to do out there. And if you couple what happened the last year with the 49ers, the year before with Tampa Bay, I'm like, okay, man, I can't put you number one because those are big-time plays and big-time players come through then.
0: Hey, for me, back-to-back MVP, the numbers he's been putting up. And like you said, if you're going to factor in championships, which to me – It's a 53-man team. In football, it takes both sides of the ball. But obviously, it doesn't always when Tom Brady's on your team because obviously he wins more than anyone else. So for me personally, I got the Aarons as 1A and 1B. Okay, got you. You think Aaron Donald is more dominant than Aaron Rodgers? Put him number one. Aaron Rodgers, number two. I don't care. But number one. It's hard to argue against this one, too. I can argue. I have Tom Brady. The players have Tom Brady. Everyone has Tom Brady.
1: No. 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 Number one is Aaron Donald. Okay. This guy is – okay, think about it. They played each other in the playoffs. Aaron Donald – Tom Brady was trying to beat Tom Brady, but he wasn't enough to go ahead and beat that defense. Then you got to look at what Aaron Donald did in the Super Bowl, who should have been in my – opinion super bowl mvp this guy i ain't seen nobody as dominated until since lt when i was a kid this this guy is doing everything right even though he's swinging helmets look he's so good they didn't even they gave him a pat on the wrist they don't care yeah aaron donald is the number one player in the nfl and i would put brady at number two
0: okay i'm not mad at that i'd have rogers one brady two what aaron donald does for his team what aaron donald does for his defense is he takes two or three (laughs) players away from your team every single play. Right on the line. There's not a play from last season when you're looking at tape of Aaron Donald where there are not two people on him. You better not. Every single play. Mm -hmm. You take off one person off your opponent's roster every play. That is a freak advantage for your team. Sometimes three. Yep, agree. If, if he does, if he does a, an out and comes around the edge instead of going up the middle, he's got three players on him. You got two linemen and you got a chip from a tight end or a running back. That's <laughs> the attention yeah. that this guy gets. I'm telling you, not only is he a stud, not only is he a freak athlete, not only does he know the game as good as anybody on the defense side of the ball,
1: but he literally takes players away from your opponent. Yes, he does. And if you remember that last play in the Super Bowl, if it wasn't for him. Cincinnati wins. They had a wide-open receiver. If it wasn't for Aaron Donald disrupting that play, we may have a new Super Bowl champion that is not the Rams. You are correct. You are very correct. When we get back, we're going to wrap up this Top
0: 100 talk, and we're going to talk a little bit about what is going on with Tom Brady's face. (laughs) More sports and sports-adjacent content when we get back.
2: You're listening to 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back to the program. That program will be two men on right here on 959
0: FM and AM 610, the Sports Animal. It's a Fredless Mondays. Co-host of the program, Fred Slow, is on assignment at New Mexico Highlands, doing his Highland duties. Lucky for me. And as he almost always is every Monday and Friday, Robert Buck D. Gibson joining us. Yes, sir. Welcome, my friend talking some more nfl top 100 i think the top 10 pretty close top 20 pretty close okay but there's some digs hidden in here okay there's some digs and i got one off the top let's just run the sponsors real quick okay go ahead let's get it we are of course having the john lopez real estate and colwell banker legacy studio we're powered by New mexico pinon coffee we play on team i9 we start our days at the YMCA. We end our days at Hollow Spirits. Well, Monday Night Football, that goes down at Howie's Sports page, and every weekend we're sipping on New Mexico's vodka, Teller Vodka. All right, unpopular opinion. Kickers are important.
1: No, that should be a very popular opinion, okay. especially coming from a Los Angeles Chargers fan. Okay, good. I know. Trust good. me.
0: Good. It's obviously one of the least important positions on the field, but when you got a good one, you hold on to him. Or you know how big a void you have when you have a bad one. Yes. (laughs) Justin Tucker at 94 of the top 100 players. I'm not saying. Look, sports fan. Nah, man. Hey, look, look, sports fan. Look, football fan, especially if you like defense. I know, like, pure defense guy is like, quarterbacks, wide receivers don't even matter. you got to keep them out of the end zone, you know. I get it. It's a new NFL, and it's a lot of scoring. And if your kicker isn't banging those field goals through every single time, you're losing out on points. You're losing out on games. You're losing out on playoffs. You're losing out on playoff opportunities. Like, and Justin Tucker is night and day the best kicker. In the league from this generation. And he might be the best all time.
1: And he's at 94. From my team alone, I will give up four, maybe five position players to have that guy. Sure. Seriously. Yeah. Because once you get near the 50-yard line, you're money. You got three points. You're good. Yeah. If you have a serviceable defense and you have that guy on the team. Your team is going to be good. Then you surround it. You got a good. You got a better defense. You got a better offense. Then you become a great team, and it's all because of his leg. Because once you get around the fifty, he's going to make it. Yes. How many games did he win alone by himself? A handful. And it's and it's every year. <laughs> every and, and he doesn't year. miss
0: and yeah. he doesn't scare away from those big moments. I can't like reasonably put a kicker and like the top forty but Justin Tucker is so much better yes. than everyone else in the league put him 41 yes. 50 yes 90 the best kicker possibly of all time being at 94
1: yeah. is an insult to team football i'm going to say this he's better than half of the 100 i'll put him at 49 49 he's better okay. than half the 100
0: you know it's it goes back to the kicker Kickers aren't real athletes, punters, you know, shouldn't even need punter. Yeah. Just scoot the ball down the field on fourth down. It don't matter. I agree. Kickers, punters are nowhere close to being the most important part of your team. But when you got one that's so much better than everyone else, right. put some respect on that man's name. Please do. Put Justin Tucker in the top
1: 50. He's a legend. He's a legend. Um, we really didn't hit on number one. Who they picked. Yeah. Tom Brady. Yeah. I I have a problem with it just because of who Aaron Donald is, not who Tom Brady is, because this guy was phenomenal. What, 45-plus touchdowns, six interceptions, over 5,000 yards. He's 112 years old. Like, (laughs) come on. Like, wherever he goes, he's a winner. Um, I was looking at this 12 years ago. Tom Brady was the number one player in the top 100.
0: 12, 12
1: years. years ago. 12 years. It's never been below 14 ever in his career. Deservedly. Oh, my gosh. Deservedly. Man, super cheap.
0: He, code. Uh, 40, 44, 45, however exactly he ended throughout the calendar year last year. Right. Led the league in yards, led the league in touchdowns. Yeah. If it wasn't for Aaron Rodgers' just insane efficiency. Right. Dude just doesn't throw interceptions. Every single one of Aaron Rodgers' interceptions last year were off his receiver's hands. Right? It's disgusting how good that man is. But I can never make an argument with you putting the greatest player in the history of the sport as number one. I don't care whatever <laughs> happened to his face. I don't care how weird his face looks now. Did you
1: uh, see that human being's face he, at his press conference? He looks like the newest Avenger villain. Like, it, like yes. what happened to his face? Who's the new villain at Hydra? No,
0: that's, Tom, <laughs> that's, that's Brady. Tom Brady. That's just Tom Brady. Yeah, Tom Brady, why are you making the the Zoolander face all the time? Yeah. What happened to your face? Yeah. It's like somebody like, got, like, a, a dull spoon and was, like, digging underneath his cheekbones. Yeah. And, like, whatever they dug out of his cheekbones, they stuck it in his chin. Yeah. Like, he actually looks
1: like he's going to fight He-Man on the weekends. Yes. <laughs> he looks just <laughs> yes. like Skeletor. I yes.
0: swear.
1: That's football Skeletor now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we got a little mascot talk when we get back and a little more on Tom Brady's weird face when we get back. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back, Albuquerque. You listen to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, D Sports Animal. Having a lot of fun today. Hitting you hard with some sports and sports adjacent. We're giving you the best of both worlds today. So no more strongly worded emails uh, to my director as he doesn't even read them anymore.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: yeah. He's heard oh. the same thing over and over again for a year now. And we don't believe you. Okay. We've had nothing but success. And uh, positive support and feedback. So let a hater be a hater. There we go. You know what? In the wise words of Mahatma Gandhi, if you don't have haters, you ain't doing it right. (laughs) That's a Gandhi quote, right? It has to be. I think that's right. It has to be. That's what it sounds like to me. It was either a really cool weekend or a really rough weekend to be a mascot. As the Atlanta Braves mascot, Blooper, just started trucking 12, 13, 14-year-old kids, shoulder them, stiff arm them, kneeing them, yeah. leaving a pile of children's bodies behind him as, as, he, as at, he should. Atlanta Braves mascot, <laughs> Blooper, dominates the mascot <laughs> under-14 <14 laughs> children's football game but if you're watching on Comcast 26 <laughs> you got a picture of
1: this professional level stiff arm Look just at the, knocking this kid to the ground the tuck of the football he's got the point between the fingers yes and this is textbook top of the helmet get off me stiff arm this is he's the Heisman front runner right now
0: as far as i'm concerned <laughs> There's not a lot of football to be played, yeah. but Atlanta Braves is blooper, and the performance that he put on this weekend, I think he's going to get my vote as, a, what is it, pre-All-American? Yeah, it, uh, all
1: I'm going to say he's is he's the early Heisman favorite for sure. Nick Saban has already offered him a full ride. That's all <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now. He'll be in the SEC next season. Urban Meyer can't. Also, did you see <laughs> – Okay, so right now the score is Mascots 1, Okay, Kids 0. Okay. Let's even up the score. Uh, let's even up the score. Even up the score. Because <laughs> you saw what happened to Poe. Oh, Poe, Poe. Poe, little Po. Poe. Uh. If you don't know who Poe is, Poe is the mascot for the Baltimore Ravens. We were just talking about Justin Tucker. Justin Tucker's an all-time great. Poe is apparently not. No. He got pushed down from the back by one of these teenage players, blew an ACL. <laughs> Come on, man.
0: <laughs> ACL, the mascot for the Ravens, blew his ACL oh, <laughs> playing with children.
1: Oh, my goodness, man. Oh, that is no. so hilarious. Um, if you didn't know, these kids, I love this concept because the kids were full on in pads. They had everything on. Yes. This isn't T-shirts yes. and They were shorts. bringing it. They were bringing it. I feel like this is how you have to prepare these kids for today's society. It's rough out there. Get them on the field. Everybody's tackling. But after I saw this, I was like, okay, the kids aren't just laying down. they they getting their licks in, too. Polo, polo. All
0: right, since we're talking mascots, let's keep this mascot talk going. Yeah. And next segment, we'll do the varsity. We'll do the I-9 varsity of mascots. Okay, there we go. I like this. I, I like, like this, this one. This is going to be good. Yeah. This is going to be real good. Oh man, he's not from Atlanta, but that bird got done dirty, Ooh. like real dirty. Oh, oh! I like how you did the that. The Ravens. I like how you did that. Uh, thank you, sir. Uh, the Ravens put out an official statement.
1: No, no, that. they didn't. Tell me you're lying. They, this is, tell me you're joking.
0: That there will be no injury updates <laughs> until week one of the regular season. So you're serious. So if you're worried about Poe <laughs> and how long Poe's going to be out. They don't have to officially comment on injuries till week one of the regular season. Do they have, like, a backup mascot that they can bring off the bench? Or, From my experience, from okay. what I understand of the situation, there are multiple. Okay. There's always a lead.
1: Oh, There's always you. a number
0: one. Got you. But there are multiple people who do the job in different situations. Same thing with even the isotopes yeah. here. Yeah, okay. That's yeah, right. same thing with a, a lot of mascots because – You're wearing that giant heavy equipment that's not breathable at all, Mm -hmm. and you're running around like a maniac, (laughs) doing backflips and cartwheels and chasing children around, blowing out your ACL. Yeah, Uh, I saw like a a friend of a friend is uh, Benny the Bull for the Bulls, and he says he
1: loses like twelve pounds of water a game. Nah, look, I need to see what their contract is. There's no way that is that's like death. Sounds like.
0: Could you imagine you you sweating out? 12 pounds of water every game. Not at all. How much awfulness is emanating from that costume? <laughs> oh, man. You know how bad that costume oh, smells?
1: Oh, it smells like a real bull, probably. <laughs> all that weird. <laughs>
0: all that. All that weird, like costume material, like whatever it, whatever,
1: whatever those things are made out of, it, it ain't cotton. See, I it, could, it ain't linen. This is why I couldn't be a mascot. I'm gonna be butt naked in my in my costume.
3: Oh, for sure. Yeah, there,
1: nothing's coming off but the top of the head. Everything has to stay intact. Yeah, I'm gonna have no clothes on either. until you tear your ACL. <laughs> you have to come out of it, and then, <laughs> and then you got your
0: dong out from a bunch of kids. <laughs> <laughs> then you're on a list. You can never go to Chuck E. Cheese again. Oh, man. <laughs> Two hours in the books. When we get back, we're going to do the varsity. You got some more football talk. Got some LeBron talk. More sports-adjacent talk. We're having a lot of fun with it here in ProView Network Studios. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back, Duke City. Six o'clock on the dot mountain time right here in Albuquerque and surrounding areas. Thanks for joining the program, whether you're listening to us on the Sports Animal or you're watching us on Comcast 26 or ProView Network's YouTube or ProView Network's Facebook, or you're listening to us sometime in the near future on Spotify or Apple or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for joining the program. Thanks for being a friend of the show. We really do appreciate you. We have a lot of fun at hollow spirits and we get so much good feedback about our live remotes there and our new Mexico United watch parties and like all the other events that we help them do like we had a hot dog eating contest for 4th of July just last week there was a East Coast versus West Coast DJ battle Hollow Spirits has whiskey and cigar nights has bartending classes has all kinds of other cool stuff that you can get out to or if you just want a nice cocktail on a big upstairs patio Hollow Spirits is your spot so check out Hollow Spirits and go to some of their events, find out what's going on, and uh, we'll be there this Friday. We'll be uh, doing a live remote from Hollow Spirits Friday. So put that in your Friday happy hour plans. Come have a cocktail with the boys at Hollow Spirits this coming Friday. I
1: want to say this. You guys, come see us. Come see us. I know you can see us on a lot of platforms. We're on TV. We're on radio. We're on the Internet. But nothing is like personal interaction we do have people who come see us and it really makes our day does it not sure people come up to us and they tell us hey we listen to you guys all the time or we were just driving around and we heard that you guys were here and we just stopped by we love that kind of stuff so please if you're not doing anything friday come check us out at hollow spirits and i promise you
0: if you're shy or if you lack confidence or you're not good with social situations uh, we're the two and/or three biggest dorks on earth. <laughs> yeah. We just just so happen to be cool yeah. uh, at this. At this, in real go. life, not so much. Nah. Mm-mm. So you can be one of the boys. Come hang out with us at one of our live remotes, or if you're not feeling it, cool. Whatever your platform is, yeah. Keep keep supporting the Albuquerque community that way. Speaking of the Albuquerque community. Um, New Mexico Pinon, man, everything that they're doing for Locker 505 right now, get out, find your new or gently used clothes, go get a bag of underwear or socks, new in the package only, take them down to New Mexico Pinon Coffee. Any donation gets you 10% off of your order. That's not just on a latte. That's merch. That's beans. You want to friggin buy stock in the corporation? They'll probably give you 10% off that, too, if you have a good enough donation to Locker 505. Also, make a donation to Locker 505. Put up a social media post with New Mexico Pinon Coffee and Locker 505 showing your support to your friends and family. They'll give you 25% off. Robert, it doesn't stop there. I'll do you one better. Okay. We are from New Mexico Pinon Coffee every Wednesday doing the show, doing live remotes. Okay. Come see us as this Wednesday we'll be at the 4th Street location. Come see us. We'll have free stuff there for you. Hey, you might. I'll just big, give
1: you a bag of coffee. They might be able to get some yeah. of this drip right here. I'm yes. telling you, look at this. This is a dope shirt. Come it is a
0: dope me. shirt. That's the that's the best logo in the biz we go. right there. Robert might even give you this shirt right off his back. Who knows?
1: I don't know, man.
0: I don't know if they back this way. Oh,
1: wait, you're not going to be there Wednesday. I, I, I don't know if their back is this wide, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, before we went to the break, we started talking about it's a, a an amazing and a rough weekend for professional sports mascots out there. So today we're doing the I-9 Varsity of mascots. Yes. And if you're not familiar with the Varsity, we – assign a topic randomly throughout the show, and sometime through the show we'll do what we call our varsity. Could be a top five, could be a best of, could be a totem pole, could be a Rushmore, but our favorites of whatever topic we randomly decide we talk about, and we dedicate a segment to the wonderful people of I-9, I-9 Sports, League Office 280. you got a kid that's interested in after-school programs, uh, sports, Basically anything they could help support your child, help them learn, keep them safe. Check out I-9 Sports, League Office 280. You want to go first? You want me to go first? I'll
1: go ahead and kick this off because Kay. this is taking me back to my childhood. Babe. All right. I remember when they used to have on All-Star Weekend for the NBA, okay. the mascots would have a dunk competition.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Number one I know who you're for say. me. And first of all, he was put into the Mascot Hall of Fame in 2005. I didn't know Shoot. there was a Mascot Hall of Fame. It's in Whiting, Indiana. Okay. Number one, the Phoenix Gorilla. Mm. The Phoenix Suns Gorilla. Mm. This guy, whoever was I, – I, there could not have been one guy doing this because he was like the first real mascot that I could remember. He was a freak. He, this, he had a lace front. His hair was to the back. <laughs> he was everything, man. To see that Phoenix gorilla brings me back to my childhood, so that's my number one mascot for today.
0: That's a good start. Yeah, I got great memories of the Phoenix Suns gorilla. Uh, like the modern one's cool too, but I just picture the one from the Chuck era, from Charles Barkley era, where right. where the face isn't that great. Yeah, but like he still looks mostly like a gorilla. Yeah. <laughs> one of my favorite moments was he had some tearaways. Yeah. And he ripped off the tearaways and he had, you know, son's basketball shorts underneath. Yeah. And then he ripped off his son's basketball shorts and had another pair of son's basketball <laughs> shorts underneath. I, was like, you know, I just, I love gimmicks like that. That's a good start, my man. Yeah. Making his first appearance in 1963, mm-hmm. first on my i9 varsity of mascots, uh, gave me some nightmares when I was growing up. Not going to lie. Okay. This is one of the biggest mascots in the world. Everybody knows this face. He's as synonymous as this multinational corporation is as the Golden Arches. Nightmare fuel for me when I was a child. I know you going. Ronald McDonald. Oh. <laughs> I don't care if McDonald's revolutionized fast food. Right, right, right. I don't see how that business made it. With Ronald McDonald as their mascot, that dude is insanely creepy. Even like the new Burger King, who's supposed to be creepy. He's supposed to be weird. They did that on purpose. They tried to make Ronald McDonald likable and approachable. (laughs) And Ronald McDonald, for the whole history of the company, every time they try to make him less creepy, he gets creepier.
1: I, w- I was like, okay, they just want to make John Wayne Gacy their mascot. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Okay, that's, that's where you want to go. Um, I'm going to go. My next mascot is from a franchise that's not a part of the NBA any longer. Um, and you just made me think about this earlier. You were saying how hot, you know, they lose 12 pounds. And it was Benny the Bull. I'm going to go with a Sasquatch. The okay. Sasquatch from the, the Seattle Supersonics. That's strong work. That guy, it's one thing to to be a Sasquatch, but to have as much hair and fur Uh as that person did. And they had to wear it and run around and jump and dunk off of trampolines and be in kids' faces. Nah, but I got to give it to him. I love the Sasquatch of the Seattle Supersonics.
0: Strong work. R.I.P. Supersonics. Man, Sasquatch days. The. Sean Kemp, Gary Payton days. Yeah. Man, yeah. that was good basketball that was, days that was right nice. there. That was nice. Yeah, reminiscing. Okay, this is a weird mascot at a weird school with a weird logo with a weird nickname. It's just all weird. Okay. If you're smart enough or rich enough to make it into this college, congratulations. All right. You probably have a bright future ahead of you. But if you're a sports fan at this college, stuff's getting weird because if you went to Stanford you would know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yes. The Stanford tree. Yes, is one of the creepiest things <laughs> in all of sports. Because the Stanford tree isn't even the official mascot of Stanford. No, it's the mascot of the band. Yes. And the band just designs new trees Whenever they feel like it, maybe a tree mascot lasts a whole season. Right. Maybe there's multiple tree mascots. And they're all terrifying. Yes. <laughs> look, up, look up Stanford tree mascots. It is absolute nightmare fuel. And the, the Stanford's mascot is the Cardinal.
1: Yeah, not, the cardinal. Yeah, not, that's
0: what they're called. Not the bird. Not the bird has nothing to do with no. birds. No, has nothing to do with birds and trees. It's just the color, cardinal, that's it. like the dark color. scarlet. Your team is named for a color. Your mascot's a fake mascot that was made up by the band who is a nightmare fuel tree. None of this makes sense for this college to have this
1: many smart people. That is the dumbest thing I've heard. You're right. You are that. right. You are right. <laughs> Okay, my next one, Van, if, is my inspiration. If I was ever to be a mascot, this is exactly who I would be. Okay. Um, and I would say my stand-up career, if it was a mascot, this would be my mascot to represent my stand-up comedy. I'm going with the Philly Fanatic. Strong. The Philly Fanatic. Don't know exactly what it is. Yeah. But I'll tell you what. I was looking this up, and this is true. He's the most sued mascot in sports. Sued, sued. That's how Deshaun Watson stuff. That's how over the line the Philly fanatic goes. As a kid, I used to watch. I, I always, I wasn't a Phillies fan. I, you know, I didn't, I didn't care about the team. But you always saw the Philly fanatic pulling some type of stunt, some type of prank, just making people laugh or making them angry. But as long as it's entertainment, that's why I love the Philly fanatic.
0: That's a great answer. Philly fanatics, all time great. He's probably one of the most recognizable, one of the, one of the greatest mascots of all time. You can't go wrong there. And still, what, what are you? Are you like a, a Muppet who went to space and yeah. like,
1: did a bunch of acid? Like I don't understand what's going on there. If, if you know the actions of the Philly Fanatic, it's a great thing that he doesn't have an official mouth. Ah, yes, yes, yes. See what I'm saying? Yeah. If he had a mouth, think about the things he will be saying to the oh, fans. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Philly Fanatic, top tier.
0: Next on my I nine varsity of mascots, I got a tie. Uh-oh. Okay, okay. I got the fighting okra <laughs> of Division two Delta State, and then the Fightin' pickle. Okay, of a university of North Carolina. Uh, what city is this? I forget the name. How Anyways, you decipher between so, the two. So, uh, what did you say, pickle and what? Uh, Fighting Pickle and fightin' Okra. Okay. <laughs> Whoever decided to do these two. With the boxing God, gloves. <laughs> God bless you. It is hideously creepy, yeah. but in spirit, I absolutely love it. Like, <laughs> Come on, man. What, uh, is it part of your local economy? Like, <laughs> is there a great story behind it? Is yeah. it something random? Yeah. Is it a joke? Did you lose a bet? I don't understand at all, but we got a tie. Okay. my i9 varsity of mascots the
1: fighting pickle and the fighting okra okay um i would be wrong if i didn't say this because we see this guy weekly right there in the lab i gotta go with the isotopes orbit so good the the color scheme so good the yellow the orange the red is he's an alien right Is that what it is? Orbit's an alien? An alien bear? Uh, (laughs) An alien bear who returned to us? Uh, I think that's what it is. Found him in white sands or something. Mm -hmm. I love Orbit. I love the way he is with the kids. Just the interaction all throughout the city. Very polar opposite of the Philly fanatic. So I had to balance it out by bringing the city's own orbit from the Albuquerque isotopes. Strong work. Yeah. Strong
0: work. You beat me to my last one. But we're running a little bit over, so i got time for one more anyways. All right, all right, okay. We're having too much fun with you. Too much fun. Okay. I love the I-9 varsity. Get out of here. Finally, on my I-9 varsity, i got to go with one of the coolest, (laughs) one of the funniest.
1: This guy's creepy. One (laughs) of the
0: biggest trolls out there. But he is just absolute nightmare fuel. Yes. Give me the Philadelphia Flyers mascot, Gritty. Yes. Here's another guy. yes.
1: Here's another guy that I don't know what this is. You know, it's what? like it look. It looks like he took the rest of the perks <laughs> that Aaron Rodgers did. <laughs> <take. laughs> the Philadelphia Flyers. They
0: must have sat down while the Philly fanatic was like talking to his therapist. Yes. And all of the Philly fanatics' nightmares. All, <laughs> all of it. <laughs> Anything that was buried in the Philly fanatic subconscious, yeah. the Philadelphia Flyers just said, "Oh, that's perfect. Uh, oh, that's perfect. Yeah. Oh, that's perfect," and they turned it into the Philadelphia Flyers gritty. Yeah, who is so fun and so fan engaging. Yeah, he's a great troll. He has great promotions and segments. But he just looks insanely scary.
1: Yeah, my daughter would definitely be – my youngest daughter would be afraid of that right there. You were talking about, like, Philly Fanatic getting lawsuits. (laughs) How do parents –
0: how do parents of young hockey fans not sue the Philadelphia Flyers
1: every single ice hockey match? No, man. No nose, no eyelids, no eyelashes. That's very creepy. It's bonkers. But good for him. He's
0: making it. He's got a huge fan base, and he's a lot of fun, whatever the hell gritty is. (laughs) When we get back, we're talking a little baseball. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. And welcome back, Albuquerque. You're listening to 95.9 FM and AM 610 D-Sports Animal. The program in question, of course, would be two men on right here with Van Nunley, co-host right next to me, Robert Buck D. Gibson. Good program so far, man. Yeah, it's flown by. Flown yeah, by two and a half
1: hours like, already? I feel like we just sat down. This is right. crazy.
0: Hey, that's NFL talk and mascot talk. That just makes it run by. <laughs> You ain't got to worry about taking too long when we're talking about creepy mascots. <laughs>
1: I could do that all day. I'm you not even know lying. it.
0: You <laughs> know it. So congratulations to minor league baseball players. First off, if you got drafted early in the MLB draft, you're probably already generationally wealthy. Yeah. You have more money than you know what to do with. This is for... The double-digit and later-round guys. Right. It looks like, with the help of the MLB Players Association, Minor League Baseball will soon be unionized. I say, why hasn't this
1: happened already? Good job. Do you think it's because of this generation of Minor League players, they understand what's going on and how this should work, and they actually got together as one collective voice? Do you think that's what happened? Because... I'm with you. Why hasn't this happened before? Is it the case that the Players Association were like, hey, until you guys get your stuff together, then, you know, we'll be here? It kind of feels like that. Or am I off base with that? Because I know I look at you as our Major League Baseball guru. Right. So that's the question I have to ask
0: you. There's a lot of thoughts on this. Number one, Major League Baseball, it's not just a sport. It's not just entertainment. It is a business. Right. And if your business can get away with paying their employees less, let me tell you something. They're going to pay the employees less every single time. And your major league, your studs, I mean, look, I mean, it, it wasn't up until just like 50 years ago, not even quite 50, that there weren't free agents. Whatever team drafted you or signed you first, you were stuck Stuck. on that team forever unless they decided to trade you or unless you literally quit baseball, which they held onto your contract before. So it took a revolution to actually let players get their market value, and it took a... A revolution to actually get health benefits for the players and, and housing during spring training and the off season. And, you know, now some of these revolutions in with the Players Association have had over the years is finally sprinkling down to minor league baseball. So I don't know if you remember two years ago, uh, they had a big hit from COVID, right? And after COVID, they collapsed the minor league system to where they were dozens of less teams than there were before. So instead of multiple A balls, you have triple A, double A, single A, and rookie ball. And that's basically it. Four teams for every major league organization. There were some teams that had seven minor league teams. Wow. Some some teams had 10 minor league teams. And it'd be independent baseball all over the world. And there would be no way to streamline what it was like to be an amateur or lower level professional baseball player and make sure that you got your due, make sure you got your paycheck because a lot of people had the dream of playing baseball and their dream was so strong that they were willing to take less money. Right. They're willing to work jobs in the off season
1: just so they can afford food and health insurance during the baseball season. So Okay, we had a strike this year, this, uh, the beginning of this season, didn't start on time. Is this basically saying for these minor league players, if this happens again, they will be covered in some sort of, some type of payment. They'll right. be paid. It's no more, hey, I got to go find a job until hopefully this thing blows over and they start the season over.
0: Right. Oh, that's, that's awesome. I think what you're going to see is more and more access to regular housing for the yeah. players and their families, better health care, um, minor league minimums across each level of the minor leagues, right. and um, what they've negotiated just just before this previous season is they started guaranteeing housing or housing vouchers and food or food vouchers, and I think that opened the door to a lot of minor league players saying, "Hey, hold on, we got that done. Right? What else can what else? we do? Correct. So now let's link together." With the Players Association. Uh, I I just hope big baseball, whatever you want to call it, just Major League Baseball, does the right thing and takes care of these young athletes by at least giving them a floor to where they have a working, functional
1: salary. Right. That
0: they can live off of.
1: Because they're, they're under the same umbrella. Come on now. Like, you can't say, okay, we're just covering these guys and you guys just fend for yourself how, how it's been for however many years. I'm looking here. It says for the player association to represent minor leaguers in collective bargaining. Right. They only need 30% of the minor league players to sign the authorization card. That's, that's good as done. All, all who, of Who that, wouldn't be for that, as, that if you're a minor league player? It, those, what would be the gripe for that?
0: You're right. Yeah. Yeah, it would have to be collusion any other way. Yeah. That'll get they'll get thirty percent by the end of the first day. Very true. If they started handing them out this morning, it'll be done by the end of the day. <laughs> for real. They'll hit that quota. For every first round pick who's a millionaire, like you get ten million dollars. Like I can't remember what the first round pick this year was, but I think it was like eight and a half million dollars okay. for the overall pick. That's a lifetime's amount of money. That's it. A couple hundred picks down the line, he gets like five grand. So you can't live for a year off of
1: five no, grand. No, not at all. And then
0: if you're stuck in rookie ball or A ball where they don't have like functional salaries, mm-hmm. you're playing for free.
1: Yeah. That so, makes no sense. What's, I, I understand You know, a, lot of, a lot of fans like, oh, it's for the love of the game. Look here. Yes, you have to have the love for the game, but you should be compensated and also taken care of because it's not just you're out there just doing it because you love it.
0: 100%.
1: Yeah. 100%. And
0: I hope this leads to hopefully you keep the minor league system the same size. Yeah. You know there's going to be some owners out there. There's going to be. some corporate entities that own teams and groups of teams that are going to do whatever they can to fix the bottom line. They're not going to want to pay for any of this. They're going to fight against it. So I see a battle. This isn't going to happen in a couple weeks that these minor league players are going to be treated better. But at least this is, you know, the first ball rolling down the hill. And hopefully it snowballs and, leads to some serious change and these these young athletes get taken care of and uh, the exploitation of these players stops
1: yeah it's crazy how you know the rich want to keep getting richer but don't take care of the people who actually are making them rich correct (laughs) that makes no sense we have a rich
0: history of doing that here in america yes we do you're listening to Two Men On. We are live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Caldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We are powered by New Mexico Pinon Coffee. We play on Team I 9. We start our days at the YMCA. We end our days at Hollow Spirits. Monday Night Football goes down at Howie's Sports page. And every weekend, we're drinking on that vodka. Teller vodka. New Mexico's vodka. You're listening to 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. The boys are back in the house. Going live on Comcast 26 right here from ProView Networks downtown Albuquerque. Of course, you're listening to 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. LeBron James. We never talk about him on this program. (laughs) Nobody ever talks about LeBron. LeBron James entering his 20th year in the NBA. One of the most impressive athletic specimens in the history of sports, period. Not talking about basketball. Talking about any sport ever. He's got to be what? Top two, worst, absolute, worst case scenario, top three, NBA history. And probably top ten, absolute, worst case,
1: top 12 athletes in the history of the world. He might be higher on the history of the world. Yeah. You got to think about what he does off the court as well. Sure. So when you get into that echelon, yeah. it's not even about what you did on the court. Right. Like, it's it's above and beyond. So, you told me a stat today. It's not even a stat. It's just a fact, a truth. A fact. And I thought I read, but I was like, I kind of skimmed over it. But you drove it home. You got to let the listeners and the people viewing us know what you were telling me. And this is a... Crazy stat, and I don't know who found this first or looked it up, but I found it
0: today. When LeBron entered the NBA as an 18-year-old, 18 and some change, he had lived 6,878 days. Okay. Okay. All right. Last week, he had been playing in the NBA – for six thousand eight hundred and seventy nine days.
1: Okay. So he I'm had not great been, in math,
0: but he had been a basket. He had been a professional basketball player one day longer than the whole other half of his life. If you cut, as of a couple of days ago, you yep. cut LeBron James' life in half. Half goes from his birth, right, <laughs> all the way from child rearing. All the way from elementary, middle, and high school. Yeah. That's the original man he became. And then he turned into a basketball player. Professional. Professional basketball professional. player. He has been a professional basketball player longer than he
1: has been alive before entering the NBA. You know what? Okay. Now, after you explain this, I I, I got a I bone to pick with this. Okay. LeBron can't be the first person to do this. LeBron's it the first
0: person to do this. No. Okay. I'll tell, I'll tell you the problem is okay. some uh, some of the people who've played longer than LeBron right now yeah. entered the league older. Older.
1: Okay, yeah. but okay, and I thought about that because yeah. as you all well know, LeBron came straight from high school. So I'm gonna mm-hmm. shrink it down to the guys who came straight from high school. Yeah. First person I think of is Kobe Bryant. Kobe was eighteen. I'm trying to think. Uh, it, Kobe's got to be up there, right? Because he played twenty. Has the same step. He's twenty-two. He, he, ha- he played. He played what twenty? Twenty years in the league. Yeah. He was eighteen. That's got to be along the same lines. Um, let it's me okay. think. Now of I, I got to do Kobe. Yeah, now. yeah. And then you think about. Um, well, I was going to say Kevin Garnett, but <laughs> didn't play as long. I don't think he played as long. But Kobe Bryant was the first person that I thought of that went from high school to the pros. And he played a long career. That's the only person. There's probably more, but I think this is how great LeBron is, though. Anything that he does, I don't care if somebody else might have done it, it gets sensationalized because it's LeBron James. But I'll say this, though. When you say the, 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 the truth that you just told, nobody's played at that high of a level as that long. The whole time. The whole time. Not getting significant injuries not sitting out seasons, none of that stuff. LeBron is definitely at the top on that.
0: Almost a scoring title, top 5 MVP vote getter in his 19th year, entering his 20th year. It's ridiculous. With a hopefully healthy team and supporting cast, cuz that was it was nice for a change not seeing the the same the same usual suspects every time. But LeBron missing the playoffs is
1: legit weird to me. It's very weird. Twice um, his whole career. It, it's very weird, and I just hate that he did it in my Laker uniform. Uh, I'm a I'm a homer, man. I'm a I'm a I'm a straight laced team player. I love my team. Come on, LeBron. That's why we got you, man. We got you. And I, yes, I'm a we guy. You All right, I'm a we guy. I'm not they. I'm when I when I'm a fan, it's we. It's us. So when he became a Laker and missed the playoffs, I was like, this is not even in your DNA, LeBron. Yeah,
0: it's got to feel weird. Yeah. It's got to feel weird to LeBron. And, you know, you can't really blame LeBron the player for missing the playoffs. You could blame LeBron the front office GM. Yeah. You could blame LeBron the mover and shaker. Yeah. Yeah why he, they he,
1: didn't he missed he missed on a lot of things mm-hmm. they won a championship I am I am a believer and if you win a championship I don't care if it was a dome or an arena wherever you want it you know they call it the pandemic chip or whatever they won that championship leave that team where it is yeah I think LeBron, why do you want
0: the team that just won the championship well
1: LeBron loves the fact to say hey I'm gonna get all my friends who don't have rings. Yeah, hop on my back. I'll get you on. I think yeah. it was kind of the arrogance in him. Sure. You got if I'm, I'll be honest with you, if they kept the same team that they did have that won that championship, LeBron would have five. Yeah, I really believe so, it. Yeah, I mean they, they, they gave
0: away good. too much. A lot of it is uh, Anthony Davis being injured, and but yeah, I mean twenty years, twenty seasons in the NBA. I mean, don't take for granted that you got to live through right. the LeBron generation yeah. watch some of the greatness. Like Taking his hometown team on his back and yeah. coming back from 3-1 and almost single-handedly taking over that series and all the amazing moments you've seen throughout his career. He's going to do it
1: for three more years, right? Yeah, he's going to do it three more years. He may even play with his son. I, thi- I think that's what he wants to do. Um, he's not a hookah donchitz. Yeah. He takes care of his body. A million dollars a year. Yep. You see it. Don't see him slowing down. So definitely can see him playing three more years. That's the reason why he got that big uh, contract with the Lakers.
0: Yeah. He's going to be a Laker for two more years, and then Bronny's coming into the NBA, and wherever they go, they're going together. And that's going to be really cool to watch. LeBron James farewell tour with his son. Yeah. That's coming. That's going to be really neat. Really neat. Uh, yeah, don't take for granted LeBron, especially if you're our age. Oh, man. And you literally live through MJ and LeBron. That's it, such a gift to MJ, sports fan.
1: Kobe, then LeBron. Yeah. Then we're getting Steph. So, yeah, we're very spoiled. Yeah, very, very spoiled. spoiled. Very spoiled. Uh, some quick hitter roundtables
0: when we get back. More sports and sports-adjacent content. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal.
1: In that old-school Chevy
3: while i that bang I try to
1: tell a Welcome
0: back, Albuquerque. Two men on. 95.9 FM. AM 610. The I'm Sports Animal. Comcast 26. I'm ProView I'm Network. Spotify. World, Stitcher. <laughs> Apple Podcast. Facebook Live. YouTube. Carrier Pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> the Water Cooler tomorrow morning. You'll get us any way you can, and we're having a lot of fun with it. Thanks for being a friend of the show. Thanks for listening in. Wouldn't be here without your support. Wouldn't be here without the support of the Albuquerque and surrounding areas. You know we are in the John Lopez Real Estate and Caldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9. We start our days at the YMCA. We end our days at Hollow Spirits It's a nice little cocktail. We'll be there live on Friday. Make sure you check us out Wednesday, New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We'll be taking donations and giving away coffee every Monday. We're rocking at Howie's starting next Monday. Yes. So stoked. Fantasy draft next Monday right from Howie's. We'll be doing it live on air. And then every Monday after that, it's going to be Monday Night Football, having a lot of fun with it. Come hang out with the boys. Come, uh, This is the best sports dive bar in Albuquerque. Possibly the history of the world. If you haven't been to Howie's, it is an absolute Northeast Heights staple. We have so much fun there. Great people. Great atmosphere. And don't forget, when you're up at the lab watching the isotopes grab you a watermelon walk-off by New Mexico's vodka, Taylor Vodka. Uh, Aroldis Chapman... There's was a shell of himself earlier this year. Yankees fan. It's kind of tough for them to watch all year as their stud closer. You know, Aroldis Chapman, the Cuban phenom, throws in the hundreds. There was a stretch. He was unhittable. Got a World Series, the Yankees. Got a World Series with the Cubs. Uh, Now back with the Yankees after his Cubs rental and just fell off the face of the earth earlier this year and got replaced by... um, Another reliever, Clay Holmes, which shout out to Clay as you uh, help booster my fantasy baseball team, but no one wants to hear about my fantasy baseball team now, do they? <laughs> Clay Holmes did a Roldish Chapman a huge favor. Okay. Got himself hurt, got on the IL for fifteen days, back tightness, gave a Roldish Chapman a chance to reclaim his closer's role. Mm-hmm. What does a does Chapman do? Oh. He goes out and gets a celebratory tattoo, but his tattoo gets infected. Now he has to go on the IL with an infected leg, unable to play. Okay, How are you going to get fired on your day
1: off, man? <laughs> Where did he get his tattoo? On the back of the bodega or something, bro? I have <laughs> like, no idea. <laughs> I know people who get prison tattoos and don't even get this. No. What is going on with a this Chapman? It just further proves my point. Well, not even the point that I need to prove. There's only one reliever in New York that anybody cares about anymore. It's Diaz from the Mets. Oh, Diaz. Ed, Give it's, me it's, all it's the Edwin Diaz, Diaz you got. Nobody cares. If you're a closer in New York and your name isn't Diaz, nobody cares about you. They play that song. Uh, oh, my God, this song is the song's so song's a banger. When the trumpets we come in, start, the horns. We got to start coming out. Yeah, we, we got to. Yeah. When those horns hit. I'm writing hit, down Diaz walkout. Yeah. When those horns hit and he just sits back there and then he comes out right when it gets to the crescendo, everybody's like, a roll Chapman who? Yeah. Now you have this story. Yeah, this is back of the bus. He used to be, used to be the man in New York. Now you're not. You got to go to the other team. You got to go to Shea Stadium. Speaking of other injured pitchers, poor
0: Dodgers. The Dodgers are on the cusp of setting a record for wins in a season. They're doing it without Clayton Kershaw for half the season. They're doing it without Walker Bueller for most of the season. And now they're going to be doing it without probably Cy Young favorite, Tony Gonsolin, as he went down with right elbow discomfort, located in the forearm area. Mm. And anyone who's been
1: alive for the last
0: 20, 30 years, you know what that means. That means you tore your UCL. That means you're about to have Tommy John surgery, and you're going to miss 12 to
1: 18 months. I hope you're wrong. Me too. Because, you know, I'm a a huge Dodgers fan. And, you know, they're they're being hush-hush about this. You know, they're like, oh. 15 days, it's just soreness yeah. in the forearm. And the way they say it, if you don't know baseball, you'll be like, ah, it's forearm, it's just this. It's... You think forearm right here. You yeah. don't think yes. where where it, where the meat of the matter is. Yeah. So, you know, the, the Dodgers have been killing it. They have been the most dominant team in MLB all year. It would be a shame to get to the point that where they're at and then things fall apart. Right. Because everyone knows in the playoffs, you need your pitching horses. Yes, you They've do. They've been doing it all year without them. Yeah. Bueller was supposed to be the number one guy this year. Right. He fell off really quick. Correct. Um, Gosselin was basically someone I had never even heard of. I, I, I'd heard of him, but he was not projected to have the year that he's having Good right pitcher, now. Good pitcher, but not just pitch lights out this year. 15, 16-1? 16-1. Uh, then you have Kershaw, who's a staple of the team. I knew Kershaw's going to be Kershaw. I think he will be back. But you already knew Kershaw was not going to last the whole right. season. But I, What they're doing with Kershaw
0: is what they do almost every, every
1: year. Every year, exactly.
0: Towards after the All-Star break, they start s- spreading apart the starts, right. make sure he's healthy for the playoffs. and You hate to see it. Like As much as I would like to see the Dodgers lose in the playoffs, mm-hmm. I want them to lose at full strength. Right. <laughs> I want them to You don't add, want an excuse, huh? Yeah, I don't want to be yeah. like, oh, well, Kershaw was hurt. Because you know that's, was what, hurt. I'm was that's hurt. what I'm coming with. That's what I'm
1: coming I'm writing down all this stuff. Every Dodgers That's fan, what I'm coming with. That's what you're going to lead yeah. with. What I got a safety about? net. I got a ring <laughs> from, from – I got a ring and a safety net. That's yeah. what it is, man.
0: The offense is still killing it. They seem yeah. to be pretty healthy on offense. If they can get a couple pitchers to step up yeah. and – we're already past the trade deadline. Yeah, so we're it. already past the waiver trade deadline. So good luck getting some some horses in that bullpen. Yeah, you're stuck horses. What you got horses. You might have to do you might have to do a bullpen day in the playoffs. Yeah, I no. mean that's what it, that's what oh, it's starting to look so, like.
1: That's so scary.
0: So for the sake of competition, for the sake of the best playing the best, yeah. I hope I'm wrong. I hope it's just some swelling. I hope it's just some elbow discomfort, and they're able to play their best right. players. But Padres fans, uh, <laughs> the news isn't that great for you because your shiny new toy, your left-handed, unhittable closer, is getting the absolute crap beat out of him. It is He's going through a career-worst stretch, and you gave up a lot of good prospects for him. Josh Hader's... Season ERA is over six and a half. And Ooh. since joining the Padres, Josh Hader's ERA is over 22. Oh, if you what? don't know, is if, that more
1: than three touchdowns, man?
0: If you don't know what that means, yeah, if you're not an ERA person, that means if Josh Hader pitches nine innings, the other team will score <laughs> over 22 <laughs> runs against you
1: on average. It makes me think that the Brewers knew something. Because when that when that happened, I was like, what are they doing? They're yes. getting rid of it. And they're giving them to the Padres? Yes. I was afraid. I was scared. But now I'm like, the Brewers knew something Genius. nobody else knew. They, got, they let him loose because they saw it coming. Great program today. Going to wrap it up right now. Thanks for joining us
0: in whichever way you joined us. Thanks, Mikey, back at the Cumulus Studio. Thanks, Adrian, right here at ProView Networks. Thanks, Robert Buck D. Gibson, from sitting in with us as he does every Monday and Friday. Going to be a great week of sports. Going to have a lot of fun with it right here on Two Men On on 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Okay, apparently I was told we have 20 more seconds. I can't read a clock. So join us tomorrow right here <laughs> at ProView Networks. Join us to, uh, Wednesday, Yeah, New Mexico Pinon Coffee. Now we'll say goodbye. See you tomorrow, Burke. For real this
2: time, y'all. <laughs> <laughs>